Well, I'm originally from Rocky Mount. I was born in South Rocky Mount. Did you go to college to play ball? Yeah, I went to Norfolk State. Was it in college that you realized you weren't going to the league? Yeah, but, you know, I played professional for 10 years in Europe. Being from a small town, seeing somebody from where you're from make it, that gives you hope. Yeah, that that's all I was doing it for. Like, I was just doing it to aspire. I'm overseas, so I'm like, I can't wait to get home. So I'm coming home and I'm BMFing, blowing money. I'm talking about <laughs> we going to club. I'm acting like I'm a millionaire. You know, people in my family, my uncle, my pops. So it was like, yo, you know, life's going to come out the basketball. You yeah. got to figure out what you're going to do, you know what I'm saying, outside of basketball. And that's how that situation went. I didn't even know it was going to be a restaurant. What up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the RXS Podcast. Today, we got Mo in the building. What's goody, bro? Man, what's good? What's good with you? <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. Yo, thanks for being here. No problem, man. I enjoy it. Yeah, enjoying man. it already. I'm already enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, man. So, we like to tell stories um, of inspiration so people can be inspired. Okay. Because a lot of times, we don't get to see the process of others. We don't know the story and the life of others. So some of our dreams seem like they are not easy to obtain. So I like to bring people on to tell their, their journey so people can be inspired. Okay. So I want to take it all the way back to the beginning. Okay. Where were you born at? Uh, Well, I'm originally from um, Rocky Mount. I was born in South Rocky Mount. Yeah. I'm here in Rocky Mount. So yeah, I was, I'm from here. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like growing up? Um, it was it was it was cool. I ain't gonna just sit up here and be like, Oh, I had a rough life. I went with my mom and dad, da, 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 da. you know. So I had both of my parents. Okay. Uh my parents are actually pastors. Okay. So yeah, so I, I, I kinda took that route. I just was, you know, from the hood, but I didn't really act hood. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things that, you know, I was I was from South Rocky Mount, but you know, I kinda carried myself, you know, pretty much differently from people that I was raised with. Yeah. Was that a clash, like, with people, like, in school and stuff like that? Did they kind of ever give you any flack for, like— Not really, because I was always into sports. Okay. So, yeah, I was, I was like, basketball. So everybody looked at me like, oh, he going to the NBA. And, uh, you know, so it was kind of like my neighborhood actually took care of me more than kind of— Letting me get in trouble. So yeah. if I would I, if I would have got in trouble, it was more of a disappointment and me being checked by you know some some of my peers than me actually telling for the, or actually them telling me to do something crazy. Yeah. So how old were you when you got into basketball? Um, I was probably about man nine or ten. It was just playing around in the neighborhood. We was going to the gym all the time and just playing. You know, just playing growing up. We were just outside playing. It was I wasn't a video gamer. Like, you know, kids yeah. that played games. All day. I never really played a game. It was more I was outside. We yeah. was outside. Like me and my friends, we was outside. So I just I just, you know, got into that just from just being around in the neighborhood now outside I came out. So at what point did you say, like, I really want to play? Probably high school. Okay. Yeah, high school. When, you know, playing in junior high and middle school and stuff, it's, you know, you just like, all right, I'm playing for fun. I'm playing actually just to get out of school early or get the girls or, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? But when I really got to high school and then I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of much better than a lot of people, mm. you know? So that's what kind of got me like, wow, like I can really do something with this. Like I can really, you know, go to school and, you know what I'm saying, really get an education and, you know, see where it can take me. So you were able to recognize that you were advanced. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was pretty much able to do that. You know, just growing up, it was just by me playing. Yeah, you know, when I was playing, it was like everybody's like, "Yo, that's Mo. That's that that dude can ball." Yeah, so that's what kind of got me. You know, popular in sports. Yeah. So did you have the NBA in mind for yourself? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That was always that was that was the goal was to go to the NBA. You know, that was my goal i didn't see anything else it was mm. just like all right i'm going to the league you know what i'm saying and you know that's how i carried it like yo I'm, I'm going to the league so now that kept me out of trouble that kept me out of being around the wrong people and then also i would have to give it up for people that was around me growing up they were just like yo bro you got you going to the league like you are way out the hood 
Wow. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of inspired me from people saying like, yo, bro, we, we looking up to you to make it out the hood. So, you know what I'm saying? That kind of inspired me that I, I got to do it. So I wasn't only doing it for myself. It was like, all right, I got a city behind me. I got a neighborhood behind me. So it's like, you know, I want to make people around me proud. Yeah. And it's it's interesting, too, because I've heard different people say it like when you have guys that are in the streets, whether they are like on the corner or what have you, like. Sometimes when they see the young bucks coming up that they know going to be somebody, they like, nah, stay away from this. Yeah, and that was that was the situation, you know, with me. And I had a lot of critics about it. You know, I still get it to this day. But it's just like, you know, I inspire, yeah. you know, and I, I'm, not, I'm a leader, yeah. you know. So I try to be around people. People try to be around me just, you know, they doing something they don't supposed to be doing this. Like when they get around me, they're like, yo, bro, you inspire me to be, be yeah. right. You inspire me to do this. You inspire me to do yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I, I'm here to inspire whether I get good feedback or negative feedback. Mm. It's just like, look, I know who I am and I know what I'm here and I know, you know, what I'm destined to do. And, you know, yeah. I'm destined for greatness and greatness could be inspiring other people, you know, to yeah, be better. Man. So with your parents being pastors, did y'all go to church a lot? Yes, God. <laughs> man, did we go to church a lot? Yeah, we was in the church every Sunday, man. It was crazy. It was crazy, man. Were you involved in the services or you were just I was there. You know, I played the I played the drums okay, growing up. Okay. Yeah, so I was I was I was involved, but it was just like, you know, I'm a pastor kid, so you know, it's like you know, we in church. We in church, church. You know, from 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 sun up to sundown. <laughs> Did you get like PK treatment? Nah, not really, not really. It, 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 I was I was on chill. I, I was getting actually, I was getting more treatment just from the sports side of things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I got a lot of support, and you know, my 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 parents are like, you got God, and you got my parents. Like, so that's yeah. letting you know what type of Christians they was. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yo, so it's like, it was just different. It was different. It was yeah. Different. At at what age were you? Did you go to college to play ball? Yeah, I went to Norfolk State. Okay, Norfolk State. Yeah, graduated from Norfolk State. Yeah, HBC. and was that the first time you lived outside of North Carolina? Yep. Yeah, it was my first time getting out of Rocky Mount. You know, what I'm saying it's like I'm going to college on a full basketball scholarship. Oh, that's you know, crazy. what I'm saying so you can just imagine the feeling of coming from a small town to going to college HBCU on a free ride you know what I'm saying so yeah that's, that was amazing. that's crazy I ain't even gonna lie that was amazing it was amazing what was your experience like in Virginia oh man it was it was love man I, I connected with a lot of great people that's I'm, I'm cool with now to this day yeah but it really changed my mindset you know my mindset is not like people tell me all the time like yo bro you don't even act like you from Rocky Mount it's just because I've been so many places you know what I'm yeah. saying and I've seen a lot and you know some of my Virginia guys are just like you know, they're like some of my best friends because yeah. they put me on game to, you know, um, different things that happen outside of Rocky Mount. Mm. What are some things that you were exposed to once you left? Uh, man, it's not a lot of stuff to do here. So yeah. it's like everything you were really kind of exposed to. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not really used to a lot of things being in Rocky Mount. So me coming back, that was my, you know, that was my thing. Like, I, I'm going to bring this to Rocky Mountain. I'm going to bring mm. that to Rocky Mountain. So it's just like when I left, it was like, it was more basketball. But then, you know, once that was done, it was like, all right, bet I'm I'm trying to do this. I'm going to bring this to the city. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So was it in college that you realized you weren't going to the league? Yeah, but, you know, I played I played professional for 10 years. Okay. Yeah, so in I, what capacity? I played um in Europe. I played in I my so I did the college thing. Uh-huh. Left college, you know, I tried out for the NBA, things didn't work out. So 2010, I graduated 2010. That next what? Next season, I was right overseas. So I went Let's to, go. Yeah, I went to Poland and then left Poland, Czech Republic and then they did 7 years in Italy. So I had a 10-year professional career. So, were you making good money doing it too? Yeah, I was. I was. I was doing all right. Yeah, I, was doing all right. I can I tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did all right. I did pretty good for myself over there. I loved. It, it was an experience. So, you're from a small town. You go to college. You leave college. You start playing overseas. How is the culture shock affecting you? Are you good? Is it crazy? Is it yeah. weird? Yeah, it was. Well, my first year, I went to Poland. Mm -hmm. So. 
just imagine being somewhere and you like the only African American in the city. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was one of those situations, which it was new for me. So I'm just happy to like, yo, I'm just happy to get out the get out the country. Like I'm playing yeah. professional. You know what I mean? Everybody's happy for me. Like I got people hitting me up. Like I signed a professional deal. So you know, I put it on on social media. I get like thousands and thousands of hits. Like yeah. people just happy. You know what I'm saying? Genuinely happy for me. So it's like, bet. You know what I mean? So I get over there. And it's more like, dog, I'm the only, you know, I'm the only African-American over here. I had like two teammates, but it was like just us three. Yeah. So, you know, it was just an experience. Like, I was in Poland. And then, like, I, that it's Poland. I mean, they, it's just, you know, yeah. it's Poland. <laughs> now, I mean, people can look it up. Like, Poland is just Poland. You know what I mean? But yeah. it was a, it, it was an experience. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bet. I'm like, again, I go back to, like, I ain't just doing it for myself. I'm doing it for the people. I'm doing it to aspire people home because you know at this point social media is like becoming social media yeah you know what i mean it's i think it's 2011 so it's social media is really kind of kind of starting to boom yeah that's when it's because i think instagram started in 2010 yeah so it's like it's it's kind of getting it's kind of getting there yeah you know what i'm saying and it's like i bet so now i can be doing something in poland and people all, all across the world can i mean chime in and see what i got going on so that was like kind of big then you yes, know what i'm saying because you're becoming a global inspiration at yeah that point. yeah absolutely and like to see some like i can only imagine being from a small town seeing somebody from where you from make it like that gives you hope yeah that that's all i was doing it for like for real like like i said like i was just doing it to aspire and then now it's like i'm coming home and i'm giving back so i'm doing basketball camps i'm doing <sighs> Free book bag giveaways. I started a nonprofit. It's like I doing all this stuff, and I'm like, you know, people actually thought I was doing way better than what I was really doing. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm 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 giving back. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And it's like, yo, this dude is going crazy overseas. I was doing okay, but it was just like, you know, it's just like anything. You start a job, your first year, you might do this, you might do that. But this is like the way Rocky Mountain is 60,000 people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not a lot of people. So when you're doing well for yourself, everybody's going to gravitate to you and everybody's going to be like, yo, this guy's got this going on, that going on. Like, I I was just doing a lot. And it was just all from the heart just because, yo, this is city and yeah. I got to give back. I got to inspire somebody. I got to do this. I want everybody to experience like what I'm experiencing. Yeah. Has there ever been any people in your life that had bad intentions? Uh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was, but it's not like nobody that I could just single out. You know, it's just it's just always. I always got a. I had a big problem always. I still got a big problem. My heart too big, mm. and I think everybody is in it for the good reason. Yeah, and the whole time they can be pulling at my coattail. They can be wishing bad on me, mm. and it takes situ certain situations for you to kind of open your eyes. And yes. I'm I'm at that point now of like opening my eyes. Like I right, bet, like like I see you. Yeah, I see you. Yeah, I'm at one of those. Like, I see you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to stop. You're not going to stop what I got going on because things are destined. But at the end of the day, I see what's going on. Yeah. I, can, I can see clearly what's going so on. So you're, you're the type of person that like to give people the benefit of the doubt? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I'm, I'm big on giving people chances. And I'm mm -hmm. big on, like, you know what I'm saying, what people got to say about certain people, they might not treat me the same. So I'm big on having my own kind of opinion people. of people. Yeah. So people will say this person is a bad person, but then they come to me and I think, yo, this guy's he's he's legit. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? He got a he got a nice head on his shoulders, but to other people, oh, he's this, he's that. You know what I mean? It's just how life works, man. Yeah. It's how life works. So at what point in your life did being an entrepreneur hit your radar? Um, I'm not gonna even lie, like I, it wasn't even on my it wasn't even on my my radar for real. It was just more one of those things like, yo, I was coming home and you know, I was throwing parties my whole life growing up. So okay. I threw I threw parties. So it's like I had a, I had a godparent that owned a club out here, Mr. Herman T, and then a godmom, Miss Annette. So I was always into like that kind of lifestyle. Okay, yeah. Like high school, I was throwing some good uh, basketball games. I'm throwing parties afterwards. We going crazy. <laughs> so it was one of those things like. I'm overseas, so I'm like, I can't wait to get home. So I'm coming home, and I'm BMFing, blowing money. I'm talking about 
we going to club. I'm acting like I'm a millionaire. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I was only home for two months. Yeah. So it's like I've been gone 10 months out of the year. So it's like, yo, what you going to do? So first thing I do, I get home. Like, all me and my, all my homies, we going out. We blowing money. I'm popping bottles. I'm going... <laughs> crazy like you know what i mean i remember yeah. this one time i get home like i go to miami like i'm a celebrity like i ain't taking no bags no nothing i'm just like bet i'm going to miami go crazy you know what i mean so it was just one of those things and then you know i had you know people in my family my uncle my pops you know what i'm saying it was one of those situations it was like yo you know life's gonna come out the basketball yeah so you know what i'm saying it was just that that's that that's how the entrepreneur came into place it's like i bet i don't have fun i don't did this now i gotta figure out you know the plan out the basketball and no i had this plan when i was playing you know what i'm saying so it's like my fifth year i was already setting up for retirement let's go yeah i'm like yo i'm i i basketball about to gonna come to an end one day so i gotta go ahead and you know kind of solidify myself in something else you know before mm. it's over you know what I mean? So that's how that's how the the entrepreneur part came of play. Did play. you have any idea what the business would be, or you mm. just knew you needed to set up something? Yeah, I just knew I needed to set up something. I had my pops and my uncle, you know, what I'm saying to kind of be like, all right, nephew, or night son, let's 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 go with this. You know, what I'm saying yeah. and we got your back. You know, what I'm saying whatever you're trying to do, like we got your back. And it was one of those situations, like you know, what I mean, I'm like, all right, bet. You know, what I'm saying, but it was like, yo, nephew, you got the juice. You yeah. got to figure out what you're going to do, you know what I'm saying, outside of basketball. And that's how that situation went. I didn't even know it was going to be a restaurant. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was just one of those things that kind of like fell in the lap. You know what I mean? It was like, yo, bet. And then we failed. We failed. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because some people don't talk about that. So the restaurant you have now. Mm-hmm. You tried that restaurant or a different one? Nah, that that restaurant. And was it? T tell the story of the failure. Well, the failure is just like you going into something having no idea what you're doing. Yes. And it was just one of those things. Like, okay, the family likes to cook, so let's open up a restaurant. Okay, it business don't work like that. You can't just say, okay, I might like sugar in my spaghetti. <laughs> You know what I mean? But you can't put your sugar and your spaghetti for everybody in the world. So you gotta you gotta be able to cater to yeah. you know what I'm saying, everybody. And we didn't know that. It was just one of those things like we're gonna open up a restaurant, we're gonna be successful. We didn't know if you make it ten thousand dollars or a month and you spending fifteen thousand dollars a month, like, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna go in the hole. Yeah. So it was just one of those situations, like, you know, it was a learning process. Mm -hmm. Luckily I had my dad and my um my uncle to, you know, they they had my back. Yeah. And no, I opened up Mo and D's downtown opened it up when I was overseas. Interesting. Yeah. So it was like one of those things. Like my seventh, eighth year was when we opened. I've been, we've been in business for six years. So like the first two years, I was overseas. Okay. So yeah, I would come home for the summer. My uncle and my dad was running it, but like it, like I, you know, went. Saying early, my aunt, my dad is a pastor. Yeah. So you can just imagine how that is with a bar. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So imagine, imagine how that is with a bar with a pastor. So it's not, you know, it's yeah. not. It was, it was one of those things. So did he? Did he talk to you? Yeah, we always. Yeah, we talk. Okay, okay. We talk. So it, it it was one of those things. Like, son, I ain't got nothing to do with this. Like, that's what you want to do. Yeah, you can do it, but I'm. You can't expect me to be at a bar pouring drinks and I'm a pastor. So it's okay. one of those things. So first off, we. What's your dad name? Um, uh, Michael Deloach. We gotta shout out Michael because. <laughs> He didn't stop you from doing it. Yeah. He just said, I can't be in there. Yeah, he just said, I, I, ain't, I ain't getting involved. And then my uncle, Uncle Steve, is more of a, he he more of a, he understands. Yeah. So he like, nephew, you know, we going to get it done. That's all we going to do. We going we gonna, to we gonna hold it down till you get back. I yeah. don't care if you play 15, 20 years. We just going to wow. hold it down, you know, till you get back. And, then, and you know, you got to appreciate stuff like that. I had a cousin that was helping me out, my, uh, my cousin Cassie. So she actually was running the business. But then again, she's not me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She, she was more of a good, a good, um, she was a good. Um, person to be in the restaurant, but she wasn't like a night person. She yeah. wanted to be around pouring drinks and doing that. It just, it just wasn't in, you know, in them her or you know anybody in my family to be doing that. It was just, just wasn't them. It was more yeah. like we're gonna run the restaurant and then we're gonna hold it down till you get home. And then when you get home, you know, you taking over. Yeah, it's it's like that. So the process between failure and the restaurant actually picking up. Tell us some of the things that had to change for the restaurant to take off. Um, Jesse, I think personally, and we still in a learning process too, but I think more of a 
just being, you know, just being home. Okay. Just being home and just people actually being able to see me because I always been liked by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So people actually, you know, being able to see me and then people just, you know, believing in the dream. You know, as you've seen our downtown, it's not like the downtown of Raleigh or yeah. something. So it's like it's developing. So you fighting against a developing downtown, which nobody comes to trying to build people to come downtown. So, you know, that, that been my task and I'm big on setting goals. So my goal was, yo, I'm going to come change the city in Rocky Mountain. Like I'm going to get people to start coming downtown. Like, you know what I'm saying? People, people had business downtown, but they wasn't consistently coming downtown. People wasn't consistently like, I bet what y'all doing? We going downtown tonight. You know what I'm saying? That was one of my goals. Like I was in other cities. I played in Rome. I played in, you know what I'm saying? So I was in Rome and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So the ideas I had in Rome, and well, the things I was seeing in Rome, it's like I'm gonna to bring, bring that home. back home. You know what I'm saying? It might take a little time, but eventually it's gonna happen. So you were able to be patient. Did you did you already know like what I want to do is going to take time? Yeah, I knew I knew it was gonna take time. Like I said, I already had plans when I was overseas. I was planning this when I'm back. I'm overseas by myself at home in the bed. You know what I'm saying? After practice, I'm like, yo. This is what I want to do. That's you know crazy. And this is what's going to happen. It might take a little time, but like, like I said, I had the package of my uncle and my dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like one of those things, like, we're not going to let this fail, um, son and nephew. We're not going to let this fail. We got your back. That's all you got to do is figure out, do what you got to do, but we got you. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of inspired me more, like, yeah, right, to have that go. support. Yeah, let's go. Like, it was one of those, like, let's go. Let's get it. So you get home after 10 years? Yeah, I actually retired because of COVID. Okay, so you would have kept playing. I would have kept if COVID didn't come. I would have kept playing. I would have kept playing. So COVID, it was a great. It was a big decision, but it was one of those things like, yo, I did ten years, no injuries, and maybe this a sign, you know, for me to just, you know, be back home with the fam and 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 focus more on my community work. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was that was like key. You know what I'm saying? Because the the year COVID came is the year I was gonna go back over. COVID hit. So you could, yeah, I could have, but it was a big, big decision. Like, are you gonna get paid? Like, COVID everywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like it ain't. I mean, I had friends that that, that took the like, yo, I'm going, I'm out, and they didn't get paid. The season didn't happen. So it was one of those things. Like, I right, bet, are you gonna go or you not? And I knew people over there. Like, I already, you know, I was there for ten years. So I'm talking to people already in Italy, already in these places. Like, yo, what's up with the season? Y'all think it's gonna happen? Some of them said, yeah, it's gonna come over. A lot of people was like, bro, it's wow. Like, it's yeah. not gonna happen. Like, the season gonna be done. You know what I'm saying? So it was one of those situations. I kind of jumped out on faith. Like, you know what I'm mm. saying? Like. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to stay at the crib, man. COVID. And then we, then we didn't know COVID was COVID. Right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, we didn't treat it like it was COVID. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then finally, four or five months later, it hit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it went crazy. Yeah. How did that affect the restaurant? Man, it took a toll. It, 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 it took a toll on the restaurant. So that's why I say, well, like, people be like, yo, you've been open six years. I'm like, technically, really like two, three. Because, you know, COVID was like, you know what I mean? And then the, the good thing about COVID kind of helped out for small business because they was giving out a lot of bread. Like the city of yeah. Rocky Mountain helped out a lot. You know what I'm saying? The community started helping out when they was like, uh, more of you can do takeout. So, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, they was giving out unemployment to people and people. Yeah. So it was like more of like, all right, people going to start coming out. People started support. But it was like it was difficult, man, not being able to some people to come in your restaurant and eat. Yeah. On the peak of you coming home. So I'm thinking like I'm going to get home and it's about to go nuts. We about to do this. We about to go that. And then COVID hit. So now you have to reevaluate your strategy on everything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like that's how that happened. I'm like, I right, bet we're gonna reinvent this, and it just it just took off. I mean, it's still. I mean, it didn't take off like it was supposed to, but it was just like we stayed in business. Yes. So that's to me is taking off because a lot of people went out closed. of business. Yeah, they closed. A lot of people closed. Like and and never, are never re- gonna open. Yeah, and and, and couldn't and couldn't bounce back. And couldn't bounce back. So, you know, it's a blessing to be able to still be in business after that terrible situation. Yeah, man. So now the restaurant is in a place that you feel good about? Nah. I feel like we can do better. Okay. I feel like we can do better. But we are we we doing pretty good, but I feel like we can do better. But I think the betterness gonna come from more people coming to Rocky Mount. 
as in like more businesses coming downtown because I tell people all the time you don't want to eat at the same places so you know you go to other people downtown you might have a Mexican sushi wings this place that place it needs to be a variety of things and not only just our people it needs to be yeah. a variety of people you know what I'm saying a Mexican restaurant it needs to be this place so I think that's only that's the that's the main key of making our downtown successful is just getting variety of things to come have you had conversations with different people about bringing businesses downtown yeah 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 yeah. you know i talk to people that's in very 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 interested in coming to downtown and coming to rocky mount so you know me i'm trying to just push like bro y'all need to come tomorrow yeah like, you know what i'm saying <laughs> but i know it takes time you know it takes time but it's just like i'm i'm very excited about the the growth of the city yeah i think it's going to help everybody like i don't think it's just going to be oh this business is going to win this business is going to win I think the more people that come everybody's going to win yeah what is what are your thoughts about music helping um yeah I think you know a lot of people into music yeah so you know what I'm saying I, I think that would help also like you know what I'm saying just having you know something different every, like you go other places downtown I always you know try to go to other places and just see where they got downtown they got studios also downtown they got you know a photography downtown they got you know video they, it's just a lot of different things yeah. that happen downtown spots so, with open mic open mic yeah it's just like you got to have your variety of of places you can't just have bars clubs you got to have other things like a, okay if you got a, a spot okay this is a spot that you just do spoken words yeah. or this is a spot you can do poetry this is a spot you can express yourself like yeah. you got to have different spots because everybody in the world is different yes everybody in the world is different yes so i want to ask you this If you can't hold your mule, <laughs> don't give it to somebody that don't deserve it now. Nah. Please don't. You don't know he out here sleeping with everybody. Don't do it. And you gonna do it because it feel good. Why? Because he got big thing thing or something. That ain't, that ain't. You know how many men folk around here? Never mind. I'm just. There's plenty of fishies in the sea. If you enjoyed this clip of Be For Real, you can watch the full video. Just head over to RXS Entertainment YouTube channel. You can also listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just type in B-E-F-U-H-R-E-A-L period. What made you decide to come back to Rocky Mount like you could have went anywhere yeah and people ask me this all the time and I just said like I feel like I owed it I owed it to the city like mm. I said I'm big on you know giving back I always gave back ever since like I, I signed my first contract and you know I, I gave back a lot of that bread yeah. you know what I'm saying and it's 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 more of like I know how Rocky Mount is it's a small city I know our youth don't really get an opportunity to experience a lot of things. So it was like, I right, bet this is my opportunity to help and me be able to tell the youth, like, yo, I experienced this. I came from the hood and I went away and I, you know what I'm saying, decided to come back. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's one of the real reasons I decided to come back home is just like to help. I wanted to help. I wanted to be part of the change in the city. And, you know, that's that's where it's at right now. So let's talk about family. Do you have any kids? Um, yeah, I have a son. Okay, how old is your son? Um, he's one. Let's go. What is something that you want to leave for him? Oh, just a legacy. Just a last name. I just want him to be like, yeah, my dad was just that dude. Yeah. My dad gave back. My dad did this. My dad helped people. My dad built the legacy for me to carry on. Yes. So do you think... He'll do you. Would you like to see him run the business one day? Yeah, but I know he's probably not going to do it. <laughs> you can already tell. Yeah, I can already tell. <laughs> That's crazy. I can already tell, but I, you know, I, I don't think I think he's just going to be one of the things that yo, this is my dad's spot, and I'm coming through, <laughs> and it's over. Like, can we get my free chicken wings, and I'm back. I'm out of here. Like, I think it's going to be one of those. Like, I'm just being honest. I just think he's going to be. I think he's going to be into basketball and stuff mm. like that, and. He gonna just be like, yo, my dad got a, my dad got a spot in Rocky Mountain. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm gonna go get me some wings if I want to eat, or we can go turn up and chill, and yeah. then it's over. You know what I'm saying? 
Do you think you'll ever start any other businesses? Um, I don't know, man. I got a lot on my plate. So I would love to because it's always about, you know, advancing. You know what I'm saying? But it's just only one me. I had to learn that. Like, I was doing so much. Like, I got I got so much stuff going on. So my daily schedule is like, I'm doing this. I got to do that. I got to set up for this. I got to do this. I got to do that. And, you know, I'm tired. Yeah, man. I'm tired. And it's like, you know what I mean? I got so much on my back. It's like, sometimes I got to remember, like, you got to take time for yourself. Yeah. You got to take time for yourself. And I'm just learning that because it's like, all right, bet, I, I could do anything. It's like I'm trying to catch up for the 10 years I was gone. Gone, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, I got to do this. I got to do that. And now now I'm like, yo, you got to really sit back and just like relax. Sometimes you just got to relax. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm learning that now. I'm learning to just relax. And, you know, it's not always about just being doing this or doing that. Sometimes just sit at the crib and just relax. Yeah, man. Think, and just, you know what I'm saying, just chill. What are some... Like you say, you got a lot on your shoulders right now. You're carrying a lot on your back. What are some of the other things that you do other than run the restaurant? Uh, well, I, I'm a liaison for the South Rocky Mountain Community Center, so I, I'm heavily involved now in South Rocky Mountain. Like, I've got a Boys to Men program that I've run uh, with some of the guys down there. And, you know, I got Summer League. I do. I do. I mean, I just be heavily involved in the community. So that's my majority of my work and majority of my, my time is, you know, spent in the community. Like, I don't even really be at the restaurant like that. Yeah. So it's more like I'm I'm out and about helping the community. I might have to speak at this school or I might have to go. A parent called me like, can you come speak to my child or can you do something? I'm heavily with that. Like, that takes a lot of my time. Yeah. Like today, I, I spoke with like five kids today. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Just going mentoring them and you know what I'm saying? Because they they was wilding. And yeah. their parent hit me up and they just hearing it from your parent and hearing it from somebody else. It's like big. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's 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 a, that's really my calling. Like yes. I, I think that's really my calling is just, you know, you know, reaching back out to the youth. Cause you know, it's a lot of athletes, younger athletes, and you know what I'm saying, that I inspire. And, you know, they always come to me like, yo, bro, how did you do this? How did you make it? And, you know, just telling my story inspires them to do, you know, try to yeah, do more. They do more and more and more. So what when you when you sit down with these kids, when you go to speak, what are some of the things you tell them? Uh, I basically like just sitting down being real with them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm not the type of person. Like, I'm, I just made this post today. Like, I can't speak to nobody about being in a gang. I can't speak to nobody about going to jail. I can't speak to nobody about being a convicted felon trying to get a job. But I can tell you about being a statistic and, you know, beating that. Like, being a black man coming from a, a, a bad neighborhood and making it. So I speak to them about real life things like, bro, don't let nobody tell you you can't do nothing. Like, don't let nobody tell you because you're from this place or because you're from small Rocky Mount that you can't do this. You can't do that. Nah, you can do whatever. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't make the league, but it's like I was I still consider myself successful because I Absolutely. got paid to ball and I inspired people. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what I believe my call. I think I was put on this world to inspire. Yes, sir. You know, people might like it, people might hate it, but at the end of the day, like I know who I am. Yeah. I know that you know everything is pure, everything is genuine, and it's like I'm in it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, blessings gonna continue to happen because when you're pure and doing it the right for the right reasons, like doors always open up. Absolutely. Where do you see yourself next? Um I don't know. I'm still, it was crazy. Like I set some goals for myself from five years and like, I kind of want to be in Rocky Mount, but then again, it's like, I, I wonder what things would be like somewhere else. Yeah. And not too far from Rocky Mount, but like Raleigh or yeah. Charlotte or something. So I can still get home and do my home mm -hmm. thing, but it's like, all right, let me see if I can do something somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm at that point now, like just trying to figure out Rocky Mount. I pretty much got Rocky Mount where I wanted to be. I mean, I got time. I got room to grow. I definitely need to grow, but it's like, I, right, it's time. Is it time for me to go on the road? Is it time for me to, you know, move on to bigger and better things? You know what I'm saying? And, and pass the torch to somebody here. Yeah. And so I'm in that process now of, you know, trying to figure out what I want to do next, yes. what I want to do next. As you're going through this journey, all you've been through to get to where you are, what's been the toughest thing you've had to endure? People just stereotyping you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still get to this day get stereotyped. You know, or you this type of person, or you this type of person, or you be around this, or you be around that. And like I said, I had to learn too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are judged by a lot of crazy things. Like, But at the end of the day, like, I know who I am. I know what I 
what mean what what's meaningful to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still human. So you know, I hear some wild things about myself. I'd be like, "Yo, what are they?" You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah. Why? Why me? What do I? What have I done? So do you think they say that because I I would assume based on what you just said that you're the type of person that can be with any type of person. Yeah, I can be with like I can go sit at the table with. Hood dudes Or yeah. I can go sit at the table With Wall Street You yeah. know what I'm saying So It don't really matter To me for real You know what I'm saying I'm gonna be myself I'm gonna be me I'm a You know what I'm saying My story's amazing So I'm gonna sell it To anybody Yeah You know man. what I'm saying I'm gonna be who I am Whether it's Anybody in the room It's just thing I always tell myself Let me get in the room I'm gonna sell myself wow. Let me Once I get in that room I'm good but the problem is, you know, getting in that room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just me being a human. You know, you sometimes you kind of worry about what people say. But then again, like, you'd be like, yo, I don't care what nobody say. I'm, yeah. still, I'm still being blessed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But just the human in me, like, yo, dog, I'm trying to be cool with everybody. Like, if I make you mad, I'm going to try to call you. Be like, yo, bro, what I did, bro? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let me sit down. If I apologize. Like, I'm one of those types. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, bro, if I if I made you mad or something like that, bro, I, I, I accept it. I apologize. So, you know what I mean? So, certain certain stuff get to me, but then again, I just be like, you know what? God got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? God got you. You're going to make sure you're good. You know what I'm saying? You you a hard worker. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, that's what it is. I want to make pretend right now that there's a young boy watching. Maybe he's in middle school or something. Mm -hmm. And he's he aspires to do great things, whether it be own a business or to play basketball or to do music or anything, what would you tell him? Uh, push. Keep pushing. Don't let nobody tell you. you can, don't let nobody tell you no. Mm. That's that's the thing. Don't let nobody tell you no. If they tell you no, just figure out why. <sighs> just figure out why. Just figure out why. Regroup and figure out why. Do it differently. Mm. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do something. That's the main thing. Like, if I were to listen to people saying, you coming from Rocky Mount, bro, you too short, you going to a HBCU, you ain't going to do this. Like, I wouldn't be in the shoes I am. So that, I let that, like, motivate me. Yeah, man. That motivated me to, like, go harder. It motivated me to work harder. Okay, instead of me taking 10 jumpers, I'm going to take 30. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? People just, just, just looking at this, you know, you just got to know, like, yo, people going to count you out. You know, and that should be fuel to you. Like, yo, bro, they counted me out, so I'm going to work harder. All right? I'm going to do harder. I'm going to go harder. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to do everything harder just so I can prove people wrong. I want to go back to what you said because I've never thought about it before, but it inspires me. When somebody tells you no, go figure out why. Yeah. They said it for a reason. <laughs> They said no. Anytime somebody have told me no, it always been a reason behind it. It's up to me to figure out what I can do differently to make them change their mind. Ooh. And maybe it's not that person. Maybe it's another situation. But you know what I'm saying? You go around it. Like somebody told me no, I'm going to go around it and figure out what I can do to the next person so they can tell me yes. Did you get any no's starting the restaurant? Um, I, no, I really didn't. I did not hear because, you know, it's a city that needed things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like it wasn't it wasn't them. They was excited. Like, I bet yeah. we got a restaurant coming to Rocky Mount. Uh, uh, expert, uh, uh, prof At this time, I was a professional basketball player. Yeah. So, uh, they're like, yo, we got a hometown guy. He coming home. He invested back in the city. So it was more of like the city, the city council, the city manager. They was happy. Yeah. And this is the type of city, like if you're doing well, the people going to support you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gonna, the people going to support you as a higher power. Like you got council members, you got, you know what I'm saying, city managers, you got, you know, you got so many people that will help you out. So how did you get to the point where you were like confident enough to even do this? Uh, like my uncle and my dad, yeah. man. Like it was just one of those things. They once somebody tell you they got your back, it's like you like, all right, bet I can do <laughs> you anything. You feel like you can do anything. Yeah, like I, I feel like whatever. So once I, I once I got the okay, and then me talking to a couple council members, late was like, yo, bro, go ahead, go for it. Like go for it. We got your back too. So it's like the city had the city, not only just my peoples, but the city had my back. It was like everybody I talked to was like, bro, go ahead, let's go. It's time. It's time. It's time. Everybody kept saying the same thing. So it's like, if everybody keeps telling you the same thing, it's time to do yeah. it. It's time to do it. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of hesitant, like, yo, bro, I ain't trying to, da, 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 da. I ain't trying to kick out this. I ain't trying to do that, man. The city crazy. The city. And then it's like, man, everybody keeps saying the same thing. You yeah. got to go ahead and go for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want to talk business for just a second. 
What is it like running a restaurant? Like when it comes to like overhead, payroll, food. It's tough, but I'm still learning. Like I'm yeah. still learning too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm learning as I'm going, but it's diff- It's definitely tough because I tell people all the time, like it's times that somebody might call out of work and guess what you got to do as an owner? You got to go in and do it. So, you know, I know how to do everything like there. You know what I'm saying? So you it, can cook. You can do it I all. I can do it all. And, it's, and it's, it's just one of those things. Like, I'm not a cook, but I can go back there and drop some chicken if I got to. I'm not a yeah. bartender, but I can go back there and pour some drinks. It's just like I kind of got to know how to do everything just in case I got to jump in and help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the type of person that's like, yo, go do this. Go do that. Go do this. I'm more of like, bro, I'm going to help you. Let's go. Let's get to it. You know what I mean? It, it, that's that's how, you know, I, that's how I built good relationships with people because I'm not going to go tell you something that I ain't going to do myself. Mm. If I if I take out the trash, if you take out the trash, I'm going to help you, bro. Let's go. I'm going to help you. Let's go. I ain't the type of person that's like, yo, bro, take out that trash right now. Swap that floor. Sweep that floor. Sometimes <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, because there, there, there are some like owners like that. I'm not doing it. I consider people that work for me or with me is like they my peoples. Like they my peoples. And that's why I think the relationship I got with people that's around that work for me is like, bro, that's my bro. That's my sis. Like that's my peoples. Like, you know what I mean? Like we all in this thing together. And that's why I feel like they all like rock. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't yelling at nobody. I ain't going in there doing this. I'm treating everybody the same. You know what I'm saying? Have you had have you ever had to fire somebody since y'all opened? Yeah, of course. Was it tough to do? Yeah, at the at the time it wasn't it wasn't tough to do because you know what I'm saying they did something they weren't supposed to be doing. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying and I have gave people several chances also. Mm. You know what I'm saying like they did some messed up stuff and you know I sat and talked to them. I told them I didn't like it and then you know I could have brought them back. Sometimes I did, sometimes I did. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like I'm a genuine person. So when you betray me, it's like. Oh man, like I feel like I lost my best friend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because I feel like every I'm so genuine, and that that could be the the part of having a big heart. You be so genuine, you think everybody in it for the right reasons, and technically people are not. Yeah, no, nah, they not like people. You know what I'm saying? They they in it for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? I just be glad like I got God on my side. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the main main thing. So certain things I kind of don't worry about, but I'm also smart. I'm I'm also smart, like, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, I ain't worried about this, but also I ain't putting myself in this position to have to worry about it. That's an interesting way to be. Because what you're saying is, I'm not worried, but I'm 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 using wisdom. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I ain't gotta stress but so much because I ain't gonna let you go but so far. Absolutely. <laughs> you ain't gonna even get there. You ain't gonna even get you, I ain't gonna even let you take it there. Cause once I start seeing a little bit of the signs, you know, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Yeah. I'm going to do what I got to do. I ain't going to even let it get to that point that you can cross me that bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can get off a little bit, but you ain't going to get off all that much that it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things like, yeah, you did your thing, but it's a lot It's a lot more that I got for this. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot more I got in the in the cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know what I'm saying? God give you wisdom. So, you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to just put everything out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, ideas or anything. You're going to keep something in the cut for yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what I mean by, like, you got wisdom. You can't. Absolutely. You can't give everything. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You got to leave something in the cut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for man. rainy days. Absolutely. So, the last thing I want to talk to you about is faith. Because mm-hmm. when I hear your story, it takes faith. Yeah. Absolutely. Because growing up where you grew up, you don't accomplish the things that you've accomplished without believing it because you definitely don't see it. Yeah, absolutely. Where did that come from? I think that just came from me growing up in the church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's growing up in the church and, you know, my mom, my mom always telling me like, your son, you can do it. You can do it. It been times I was overseas. I was calling home crying, like literally like, yo, I got to come home. And, you know, just having talks with people it was like, yo, bro, this is short term. This is a chapter of your book. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Keep writing it. Yeah. Boy. Don't end it early. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's just days, you know, being imagine being somewhere out the whole year, you know what I'm saying? By yourself. Mm. You missing you, you like you said, social media. I'm missing Thanksgiving. I'm missing <sighs> Christmas, New Year's Eve, my people's birthday. You know, yeah. I was coming back home to go on a basketball game. Like, I missed it all for mm. ten years. 
know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was only coming home in the summertime, which was fun. You know, I'd be home. But I was trying to catch up in two months because I know two months I got to go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So m majority of the time when I was coming home, I already had a deal for the next year. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So it was like yeah. I always left in August. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. like, I'm here for like the 4th of July. I'm a, I, sometimes maybe it depends how far I went in the playoffs, but you might be here for Memorial Weekend. I was home for the summer, but it's like, all right, with, within having fun, chilling with your family, partying, doing what I got to do. And then I still had to work out. Yeah, I, I was you know just about to ask I you about had that. To, I still had to maintain a, a healthy lifestyle, so I really couldn't go as crazy as I wanted to go. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, because at the end of the day, the ultimate goal was to get a contract for the next year. Yeah. So, you know, majority of the time I had the contract, but it's like, I ain't going to go home and mess up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because then you would come back and yeah. not even be playing. Yeah, be playing. And, people, and the, the craziest thing about Rocky Mountain is everybody know you if you, like, got something going on. So it's like, when you leaving? When you doing this, all right, we ready to see you back overseas. Da, 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 da. So it, that was always in my head, too. Like, all right, I got to go. It's time to go. You know what I'm saying? I got to go. Have you ever felt any pressure? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Always. I still, still to this day, I feel pressure. I feel pressure. And I and my biggest thing is I just don't want to be a failure, which I, I already did a lot. But it's like still, I keep that in my head. Like, I cannot fail. Mm. I cannot fail. I don't want nobody to be like, yo, Mo, I knew he was going to mess up. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And that's why I keep in my head. That's how I kind of carry myself with life. Like, I don't want nobody to be like, I told y'all that dude was going to mess up. It's something about him. He he going to mess up. So now it's like, that's how I carry life. Yeah. That's how I carry my life. Like, you know, I got to carry myself in a professional way thinking somebody's always looking up and somebody always, you know what I'm saying, want to see you win. And then some people want to see, see you lose. lose. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I always carry, like, I'm not going to give them a reason to be like, oh, I knew that dude was going to mess up. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I told y'all. So they ain't going to say that. They ain't going to be able to say that because I'm not going to let them. Ooh, facts. <laughs> Roger is the way you say it. At the end of the day, I would need to be comfortable with myself more. And because I felt like in order for me to be my true self or in order for me to have a big impact on the world, I need to be with a group of people that I know when that's not the case. I was kind of scared at first because I felt like I was going to miss them. My parents have told me many times that I have gifts and I need to use it and like people wish they could do what I do and I was like, mm, I don't want to do that. Since I was really young, I really like to speak and make people feel better in life. And it's just something I enjoy. Hi, this is Nay. And that was Nay's Place. If you want to catch more, search Nay's Place on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and RXS Entertainment YouTube channel. To you, what would you consider failure? Um... Uh... Failure is just like just being a disappointment and just doing just 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 being involved in things that that's going to tarnish your name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that can be like just giving people a sour taste in their mouth about you. Like when you go in rooms, people don't want to be around you. You know what I'm saying? Or, or or just different things like business, business people like, oh, no, nah, you we can't rock with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you can't do this or nobody wants to do this. Or, you know what I'm saying? That's what I consider being a failure. So you're big on having a good name? Yeah, I'm super big on that. Yes, yeah. I'm super big on that. Super big on that. Why do you why do you think that's important? Um, Well, I think your image is everything. And I'm big, like, that's, that came from basketball. Like, you always wanted to have a, a, a positive image just because I needed another contract. Yeah. So now I'm looking at it like, okay, nobody wants to, you know, do business with sour people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to support nobody that own a restaurant that's sour or do people <laughs> wrong or talk to people wrong. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I try to treat people like I want to be treated. Yeah. You know, like, people make mistakes. And, you know what I'm saying? I probably have fell short a couple of times. But overall, like, it's a good, I'm a good person. It's pure. And you can feel bad energy. You can feel negative energy. You can yeah. feel when stuff is genuine. You, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and a lot of the time, sometimes you can get blinded by the fact, like you're saying, being a good person, you can be blinded by, you know what I'm saying, bad energy people. You know what I'm saying? Because they got a ways of fronting, but it's going to come out in the yeah, end. Yeah, it's always going to come out. It's always going to come out. You know what I'm saying? You could be fake for a little while, but it's going to come out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and the real always lasts longer. Mm. Like I tell people God I feel like this I don't know A lot of people might not But I feel like God Is not going to continue To bless sour people 
Mm. You might get a blessing here and there, but I don't feel like maybe it's just my belief. But I yeah. I can't be sour and then think good stuff gonna happen. I can't do bad, 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 and then think, oh word, it's gonna come out good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I live my life. So yeah. I always think about that. Like you can't do wrong, 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 do this person wrong, that person wrong, talk about this person and then think nobody's not gonna do the same to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's it's just how I live my life. That's a good way to live. Yeah. Cause I think integrity is important. Like, like you said, like being born a black man, you already are at a disadvantage. Yeah, absolutely. So to be a black man with a bad name, you Ooh, done. You done. And, and 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 people don't forget. People don't forget. They don't forget. They'll hold it against you. The way social media is, they'll tear you apart. It can make you or break you. Yeah. And that social media will break you down. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, and, and yo, it will break you. They've been. I mean, I remember times I was overseas and social media was hitting it. It would be able to tell you like I had a bad game. Then people go into your comments and go crazy. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? And, and me, I'm I'm like yo. You read them? Yeah, I'm like oh man. Nah, this ain't it. The social media will go crazy on you. You got to go create a turn on you. Social media will turn on you. They'll love you one minute and they'll hate you the next. So you got to kind of like be on some. You got to be on. That's why you got to just kind of carry it the way you carry it. Yeah. You, you kind of got to like have some tough skin also now. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Like, when you see those comments, how do you, like, make sure you still good? I got tough skin, man. And I tell people all the time, like, yo, you can tell me. You can tell me something bad. Yeah. Like, you can tell me about myself. Yeah. I want you to tell me about myself so I can check myself. Like, if you don't, if you, if nobody's telling you, like, the bad stuff, how you going to know the change? Yeah, that's how I look. Like, if nobody's gonna tell you, yo, you need to do better in this, or you need to do better. Like, I had a friend just check me the other day, like, yo, bro, you gotta da 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 da. And I'm like, you know what, you right. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, that's what you call a friend. If your friend can tell you the good and the bad, that's a friend. Yes, it be people out here be letting people do some crazy stuff and yes. don't say nothing to them. Yeah, they don't. You no, know I'm they saying don't. it's like, yo, that's just how bro. Nah, that ain't that ain't how life works. You got my friend. I want all my friends. If my friends watching this too, y'all gotta tell me. Tell me when I'm messing up <laughs> because you're not gonna know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you tell me what I, what what I'm doing wrong, I'm gonna try my best to fix it. And sometimes you gotta be, you gotta have life checks. Like you gotta have life checks. People yeah. gotta check you in life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it, it, it has to be valid. But at the end of the day, you' supposed to know. Like he ain't telling me that for the, you know, saying to yeah. mess my life up. He only telling me that to, to help. So at this point in your life, you've played basketball for ten years. You got the restaurant. You have a one year old son. At this point. You're not sure what's next. Tell me the one thing right now in life that you're sure of. Oh, uh, ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a real good one. I'm just sure I'm going to be me. Yeah, I'm going to be me. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, take care of my family, and I'm going to be me. And I'm going to leave a positive legacy when I leave this world. Yes, sir. I want to be, it's going to be a positive legacy. Like, overall, people will have nothing but good things to say. Yes. And I, I mean, I, that's not going to change. Absolutely. Y'all, this has been another episode of the RXS Podcast with Mo. We out. Peace. <laughs>